Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome back to a new edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. With me, Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications for the International Private Bank. And I have this week, Zainab Ozturk, our Chief Investment Officer for Europe, Middle East and Africa. Zainab, how are you doing today? Hi, Stuart. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm really great, thank you. And Zainab, let's kick straight off. It has been an extremely busy last week of, of data. I think all the way back to actually my last conversation with Christian Nolting, our CIO, and we were talking about US inflation that was last Thursday. And this week, there's been a whole trove of data coming at us, not to mention so many conversations from world leaders, uh, Ms. Lagarde in in, uh, in Davos, uh, the head of the IMF, so much to talk about. But let's start with the data points. From your perspective, what are those key pieces of data that have come out this week that investors should be taking care of? Um, yeah, thank you, Stuart. So following the relatively easy and good outperformance in a way uh, for the inflation data that we've seen um, earlier uh, last week, what has been the key data points for us was the production and uh, and the employment uh, in particular, because they are the core um, reflection of how healthy is the economy or are we going further into recessionary fears and how will Fed react? Because effectively what we know really well by now is that inflation data is quite important, especially the core in addition to headline. But beyond that, Fed wants to see the um, sticky part of inflation, which is primarily coming from employment and the, the wage inflation, eases further. And what reflects that is employment um, and jobless claims. They are still quite resilient. Um, I don't think they are at the level where Fed wants to see. Um, hence, the key uh, information coming from production being weak showcases that economy is slowing down, but employment is still holding quite well with the jobless claims um, being relatively low. So where will Fed be and how will they react is very much dependent on the combination of these, not just one data point. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, you know, I think back to that conversation last week and uh, and our colleague Christian Nolting was telling us that he still expects 50 basis points at the next Fed meeting when it comes, I think, on the 1st of February. So we watched that extremely closely. Um, you know, back across this side of the world, and you and I are both based in London, um, important data point on retail sales here in the UK. How did you read that? Um, not a big surprise uh, in a way, because it was an expected uh, outcome that the retail sales will not hold. Well, the economy is, um, is still fighting with higher prices compared to Eurozone and in US. Inflation is easing down in UK as well, but it is still significantly higher and uh, consumers are not spending as much as they used to. Um, so this is a, an expected outcome in a way that the retail sales came quite quite weak and uh, we see that a big drop in uh, certain segments of the retail uh, goods in a, in, in a way. And when we look into the performance of the retail index versus the broader FTSE 350, um, it has been underperforming uh, on an ongoing basis. So the reflection of the data is in a way in line with our expectation. Um, but the the way that 
um, data coming from the core inflation, especially with the easing of the energy cost, is a good sign. So um, I'm sure you must have seen um, Andrew Bailey's comments uh, earlier about the inflation trajectory in the right direction. So Bank of England is also trying to um, help markets analyze that we are not too worried. We are we see some good momentum there. So um, c- kind of mixed feelings in a way. Um, yeah. Improvement in the prices, but consumers still don't spend as much as they used to. Yeah. Okay. No, it really is a balancing act. I don't envy those jobs of the central bankers at the moment. Um, And it really does feel like they are talking about staying the course, aren't they? Really getting that inflation level under control. But look, Zainab, let's go all the way around the world today. We've done the US, we've done Europe, and I think a really important one to consider for our investors um, and participants and and listeners to this podcast is what the Bank of Japan did um, just last week, defying market pressure um, and leaving its yield curve control measures unchanged. How did you read the policy action there and what implications does that have for the markets? Um, so I think everyone was really uh, attached to understand where will Corudo's message be, regardless of the outcome, because we, there, we were kind of expecting that there, there won't be any change in the YCC from the Bank of Japan, um, because they've already expanded the, the, the range and we have already seen some impact at the early part of the year. but. Now, what he was going to say was quite critical in the, in the fact that what we should expect going forward, how is he going to uh, put the expectation for the inflation and whether they are going to plan any changes in the future. So what um, nothing, no change now is not unexpected. So um, what I mean by that is we were expecting that there won't be any change now, but I think Kurudo's message kind of blurred the water a bit more because he tried to explain that it, there won't be any more change for a little longer. Um, but markets were expecting that it can change this year, especially during the change of governor um, period in, in uh, by the end of the first quarter. Bank of Japan's decision is very critical for us and for our investors because it will, in a way, not only impact the Japanese equities and Japanese assets, but also the repatriation of the Japanese household's money away from um, uh, dollar into other currencies, especially yen and other emerging market assets. So uh, we will be closely watching um, the further meeting outcomes from Bank of Japan. Very good. Well, I'm making some notes here as you speak, and I'll remember to ask you about that in a couple of months' time as we approach the end of the first quarter. But look, just to finish off today, and I know you're in a hurry because you're off to Bloomberg this afternoon for a television interview. So I'll let you get ready for that. But I did want just some final comments about the week ahead. Um, what do you expect? I know we're deep into Q4 earnings season now. So a couple of thoughts on that would be terrific for our listeners. Um, sure. I think maybe just, just before that, um, a, a brief summary of what we have been seeing in markets um, this week, um, a, a major rally. Um, and then a, a, a significant drop, especially coming from US. So um, in a way, our calls around more strong Europe and overweight European assets versus US is realizing. So in a way, I, w- I just want to highlight the fact that we've made a, a call on that. And I think it, it, this has been the outcome, especially for the start of the year. There has been a good outperformance of European equities versus US. 
And um, coming uh, from uh, coming to the topic of earnings, because we started with US and earnings uh, for the first time in the Q3 uh, 2022, coming into negative following the 2020s negative earnings um, is a sign that it is going to be a really downtrend from here onwards. Um, some of the financials already came last week and this week, and we will have more and more data coming through. And in addition to the Fed position, coupled with negative earnings growth, U.S. equities are uh, already reflecting some negative uh, returns starting starting today. And next week can be quite choppy. Okay. Well, not easy to read these markets. And for that, I'm very, very grateful to you, Zainab, and all of our CIOs for your insights. This has been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with Zainab Ozturk, our Chief Investment Officer for Europe, Middle East and Africa, and me, Stuart Haslam. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week. Bye-bye. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC, and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information, and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.